0: Testing, testing, testing. Go and grow, y'all. Welcome everyone to another episode of Bloom and Grow podcast. Um, we're glad that you're tuning in once again. Once it's the Sabbath today. Well, hopefully <laughs> this is coming on Sunday, no, the no. day of rest. Well, right, we're yeah. releasing it on the no. day of rest. That wasn't even planned, but God no. you knows. No. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's the intentionality thing. <laughs> because yeah. this week we are going to be talking about resting well. So, I'll just get started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what's the big deal with rest? What do you guys, do you guys have you ever really thought about um what God has to say about rest or if this is something that's really outlined in the Bible or um, put much thought into it like as a part of your spiritual walk?
1: Honestly, I haven't until very recently. Um, I think Like, two years ago, I came across a devotional on YouVersion talking about rest um, and, like, the threat of busyness and that it not only takes away your time from God, but it kind of, like, the whole concept of busyness in today's society where we're, like, hustling and bustling kind of is, like, we move God out of the equation and we think we have to do everything ourselves, which Mm -hmm. is a form of idolatry because we think we, we can be our own gods. We don't need God. Um, so then I was like, oh, I guess rest is important. But before that, I honestly was like, whatever, like just sleep when you want to. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly haven't thought
2: about it really in the context of, um, in like, I think the only time I really thought about rest was like, okay, hey, Lord, I pray that Heavy if I'm, weights.
0: yeah, praying <laughs> that my
2: sleep is restful because. I could notice a difference between... Like, you can sleep yeah. and not get any rest. That's true. And that's only time. Like, I haven't actually done much, like... I guess, like, scriptural or biblical mm-hmm. reading. Analysis. Yeah, analysis yeah. for rest. Yeah. So, this is going to be good, honestly. Because... I don't think a lot of people talk into what the Bible has to say
0: about resting and resting mm-hmm. our whole being. So mm-hmm. take it away,
1: cats.
0: Yeah. And even for me, this is something that I am passionate about or I was, I, I've been passionate about, but not necessarily, just because I've been passionate about it, I haven't really, or even though I've been passionate about it, I haven't really been actively living it out. <laughs> like I'm more of a, pra- not, I'm, do as i say not as i do Mm -hmm. so even me preparing the notes for this um episode it has benefited me and expanded my understanding so i'm actually very excited about today's episode so i want just want to start with Exodus 20 verse 10 er, sorry verses 8 to 10 says remember the sabbath day to keep it holy six days you shall labor and do all your work but the seventh day is the sabbath of the lord your god in it you shall do no work you nor your son nor your daughter nor your male servant nor your female servant nor your cattle nor your stranger who is within your gates so it didn't even occur to me that i or i guess it just slipped my mind that or sorry I should say Sabbath is derived from the Hebrew verb to rest so technically it's when it says remember the Sabbath day it's saying remember to rest so it didn't really click in my mind that rest was one of the Ten Commandments and it's just so interesting to see how much energy we put into the other commandments like don't lie, don't steal don't um, covet your um, neighbor's neighbor's spouse. spouse like Literally, it's so funny to see the way that Christians like put weight to different sins. Like, Mm -hmm. technically, if this is one of the Ten Commandments, this or not fulfilling this commandment is a sin Mm -hmm. of equal weight and importance to Mm -hmm. God as adultery or as lying or as you know all the other things that we learn about from a young age that we're not supposed to do. So, yeah, that that's very convicting. But I know a lot of Um, Christians argue that like there's proof in the New Testament that uh, that law to like maintain the Sabbath is Mm -hmm. not carried over Mm -hmm. because um, like in Mark twenty-two verse 27 it says then Jesus said to them the Sabbath was made to meet the needs of the people and not the people to meet the the requirements of the Sabbath because you had the Pharisees that were taking things to the extreme like you cannot do
1: you can't anything. even like
0: walk your help others yeah you can you if you read the new testament a lot of you see a lot of instances where the pharisees are kind of like trying to get jesus into a trap and um catch him for sinning on the sabbath or whatever mm-hmm. and god clarifies that yes in the old testament under the old covenant mm-hmm. there was this law that said eat you know you need to pretty much do no work on the seventh day but Jesus clarifies in the new covenant that it's not so much um a responsibility that you need to uphold this law the sabbath is my gift to you for mm. you to rest it's so that you can have the needs that you as a human that is uh finite we don't have infinite strength we're mm. not supernatural beings um so i'm giving i'm gifting you this and i'm mm. let i'm reminding you that it's okay to be human and you you don't have to be able to do everything i'm allowing you to take this time out and, and rest he gave us the footprint because mm-hmm. after he created the
2: yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> the
0: entire
2: w- world mm-hmm. and the heavens and the earth he took time and i'm sure he does not need to rest he's god yeah mm-hmm. but, like That's if he example. took the time like how much more do we as like literally mere mortals mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly need to prioritize taking the time to rest exactly. i also like
1: the mark 227 verse that you said that the sabbath was made to meet the needs of the people like yes, it's made to meet our needs for rest, like as finite beings, but also like if you think about the other perspective, you can't meet the needs of others when you're so not rested well, when mm-hmm. you're tired, mm-hmm. like emotionally, spiritually, mentally, physically. Um, so I think really God was saying, like, you need this day of rest if you're ever supposed to do what I want you to do, like mm-hmm. meet like your commandments. Well, meet my commandments, yeah, sorry. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, what do you guys
0: think about hustling and, like, that whole, this whole hustle culture, like, um, yeah. Honestly, I really think
2: it derives from something that is very, like, it was good. Very, very good. And I think at the heart of it, at the core of it, um, that nothing, like, it has good intentions, is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. Because... I do think that word stemmed from or came from people who were doing everything that they could to make ends meet. make ends meet to, and you know supply needs for their family yeah. that kind of thing
0: uh-huh.
2: and you know you're you are the Bible there is the Bible tells us that we do need to work hard and we do need to uh-huh. work with excellence and diligence I just think and maybe now it's become more it's not so much about making ends meet so much as it's about like yo, i need to be the next like (laughs) like, yeah yeah. you know which isn't bad i think it's just that you can become so consumed with like wanting to be successful and just like wanting to have so much money and then at that point you're not really getting any rest and the reality is we don't need keyword need as much money as we are striving for Um, that's true and so like i think it can be dangerous because then we end up like sacrifice the reality is the more you put into that something has to give exactly you're sacrificing something Mm -hmm. and are you sacrificing something that you're going to regret in the long run
1: but Mm -hmm. i don't know if this is like really along the lines of hustling but i know like on social media or like even if you go to different meme pages you see so many posts about oh I only got like one hour of sleep like yes they're making it funny but it's kind of like people or what I found like even in high school and university it was glorified to like be sleep deprived and Mm -hmm. be busy Mm -hmm. and it almost was like a competition of who was sleeping less and who was more fueled off coffee Mm -hmm. and like we kind of like made it look good to not have a balanced life, like not to like out. to be burnt out, like oh, not I even know. eating well. Wow. <laughs> not like so many memes. If you think about it, I've seen so many memes like my Yikes. body, all I've had today is coffee and I slept me going to bed at four thirty to wake up at 4 four forty five. Like, you know, mm-hmm. those type of things and and it became
2: the measure of
1: success. It did. Way. Like honestly I which kind of felt like a I I kinda got pressured. Pressured mm-hmm. um like in university anyways Um, I remember seeing those memes or even talking to certain people like in university I was like oh my gosh you guys stay up and like do so much schoolwork like I should do that too. Um, I'm already naturally a night owl so I was like okay this is just like this is cool like I'm gonna be successful (laughs) anyway like if I'm a night owl I can tap into this measure of success where I don't sleep and I do schoolwork and stuff like that but like That's obviously not healthy because you see more posts about unhealthy sleep habits and stuff than you do about healthy sleep, healthy diet, like being well rested. Mm. And like, it's quite sad, actually. So that's my thoughts on it.
0: Yeah, that's so true. And um, what Janelle was saying about um, it being kind of like a measure of success is so, it's so sad. Like as Christians, we constantly have to check ourselves because we live in this world but we're not of this world and the bible is so clear about um what godly success looks like and mm-hmm. it's not about um like jay said making all this money or having all these all this material possession and worth literally god what god defines as success is obedience Mm -hmm. to him and
2: that's (laughs) it you know
0: to him to him him. but we're looking at the people in this world and we're measuring our our efforts and our success based on the measures of the world and that's not what god intended for us and just going back to the my initial question about it is there anything wrong with hustling and like janelle said inherently it it probably wasn't intended to be something negative or detrimental but i think um, it can reveal a lack of trust in God as Christians, Mm -hmm. at least. We're overcompensating and we, we don't believe that God is able to, whatever, X, Y, Z, meet this need, need for us, whatever it may be, to the point that we think that we need to take our, take, um, the role of God in our lives and work to, to a point where we think that we can accomplish x y and z um so obviously everything in balance and everything in moderation but check yourself if you're someone that is prone to like just going 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 working 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 of course like Janelle said God does call us to be um Mm. to work uh to strive for excellency and to be diligent in all that we do and do all things as unto the Lord but if Mm. we're kind of teetering off into something that's like obsessive and compulsive and we're, we're doing like, it all in your own strength as a child mm-hmm, of God. Mm-hmm. that's not
2: what God but wants
1: even sorry I just want to interject like I think when we're talking there's one model of a person or one model of hustling or not resting well that we're looking at but I was just thinking like you can even be doing good things and things for the kingdom that look like they're fine but it's the motive that's right true. so like you may yeah, not... Like st- it's still all you. Yeah. Like, like, if you're the whole... Sorry, go ahead.
2: No, no. Like, I, just to tie in, I think what we need to f- remember for all of life is that this walk with God is a partnership. Mm-hmm. And so at yeah. any point where we end up taking the lead, and God is taking the lead, so it's a yeah. partnership where we're following God. Mm-hmm. We Christians follow after Christ. Yeah. So any, at any point when we are taking the lead or we're doing everything on our own and the partnership is gone or we're not following Mm -hmm. christ then something is wrong Mm -hmm. so that's like it doesn't matter what you're doing like you could be doing something good Mm -hmm. but if you are taking the lead or at this point god is no longer really in the pit like it's all coming from your own strength your own and your motives are wrong then it's still wrong no matter if what you're doing is
0: good it's true it's true so um i just as i was preparing for this just made me wonder like why is resting so hard for people like why is it so hard for some people to just stop and slow down and what wherever it may be if it's just sleep or just you know, tapping back into the Holy Spirit or in to, or renewing your relationship with the Holy Spirit, regardless of what it is. Why is it so hard to just stop and rest? Mm-hmm. And it's because resting is a spiritual discipline. It's not something that comes easy to us. It's a discipline of trust. Like we said before, trusting God, that's foundational to resting in him. If you don't even trust in God, mm-hmm. then you're not going to be able to be... Pe- like, if say you have a million things on your to-do list and um I don't know, you're tired. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to sleep. Like Janelle yeah. said, you can sleep, but you're not restful because you have on your mind, all these things on your to-do list. And you're not trusting in the fact that God, even though you have all these things that you need to do, that he will somehow supernaturally provide a way for you to meet those tasks or Um, so it's a spiritual discipline of trust and it's also a spiritual discipline of stewardship. Um, so before I move on to the next part, what do you guys think about self-care? Are you active, um, in practicing (laughs) self-care? Uh, um,
1: (sighs) What are your go-to self-care <laughs> activities? I don't know. Like, I <laughs> feel like I heard so much about self-care, and I was like, yeah, 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 self-care, self-care. Unfortunately, I was exposed to the side of self-care where it's like you're just calling things self-care just to call them that, and you're just wasting time. Like, Do you know what I mean? Or mm. like... I understand the concept of resting and rejuvenating but what I saw a lot in different people in different conversations or different people that I encountered was like oh this is self care and like I can't do anything and I need to do this self care activity for 6000 hours and I'm going to spend all my money on like it just wasn't a balance is what I'm trying to say like it wasn't a balanced approach to taking care of yourself Mm-hmm. so because of that I just turned off was like whatever like self care is just this buzzword which means absolutely nothing <laughs> um, and I don't know like I always this is probably bad but like I was like I don't need self care because God takes care of me myself so I was like yeah it's fine <laughs> um, so to that's ask funny. me about yeah. my go to self care activities like the usual taking care of brush my teeth getting washed <laughs> bathing <laughs> Like the, I sound o- like a sister, Jamaican like, oh, it's, turned into a uh, church mother or something.
2: Yeah. Like that. That's so funny. What's yours, Jake? Uh I have to thank God that for the most part, I'm actually <laughs> I've had to do a lot of these activities in the past where they'd be like, Write down what is your method for even in work it's they're pushing it a lot in um healthcare the healthcare field, right? Um especially probably especially within the past year and a half mm-hmm. and everyone's true. been a little bit more burnt out in me so how many th- i've had so many times <laughs> to they've they'd ask like what is like a self-care practice or what do you do to rejuvenate mm-hmm. i guess or like how do you get uh something along those lines mm-hmm. and honestly um Mine was extremely simple because I thought about it in the context of work then. Mm -hmm. It's like, what just makes me feel refreshed? And it was taking a hot shower after Mm -hmm. work. Like, showers, I feel, are so just relaxing to me. Mm -hmm. It's very simple. It doesn't take much time and it's also necessary. But um, (sighs) that was like it. And other people, though... I think it's important to say, like, I know in contrast to what Ariel was saying where self-care was, like, just an excuse to do <gasps> things that, like, waste time. The people who I, who I was working with, they also had very simple things and very, like, core things. It was, like, spending time with their family, mm-hmm. um, going for a walk, walking their dog, um, very simple things. Mm-hmm. And, like, it all comes back to, I think... I think very pure things as well, like things that just like taking time out to a lot of people and they're not Christians, but it's on the bandwagon today. Like they have um, gratitude journals and they write, you know, take time to be grateful for what they have in their life. Mm -hmm. And I think these are all very good things. So like I'm 100% support that move of Mm self-care.
0: Yeah. I don't think inherently like, Janal had mentioned before with the whole hustling mindset inherently I guess the self-care movement is not bad but I do understand where Ariel's coming from because if in and of itself if that's your only way of resting um that can promote a lot of um self indulgence. Because <laughs> I know true. it really depends on the demographic you're talking to. But some people self care binge watching Netflix or indulging in all their sweet treats I mean, or their that they
2: don't understand what the term self care means.
0: Yeah, it's very loosely used now. Like some yeah. people are like Ari said yeah, are using too. it as a license, you know, to indulge in all the things that
1: um like, like treating yourself like how i saw on yeah. social media is like self-care is treating myself but like living in a lifestyle like every day is like treat day
2: like every day you should have some self-care but it's not i think people in that have taken it in excess mm-hmm. it really should be little moments of self-care every day in order to sustain you right. but like uh maybe how it Netflix started is... though
1: is because people were in like they were in a self-care deficit, so yeah, they thought they had to make up out. for it. And mm-hmm. then, like, it'd be, like so I can get that also. It's like, okay, I had such a stressful week. Like, I just want to, like, de-stress. And I'm going to watch, like, a few episodes of Netflix. And it's like, you, did, you weren't in the practice of practicing – I mean, you mm-hmm. weren't in the habit of practicing self-care daily, so that you have to make up for it. And then now your standard for self-care is binging Netflix every day or mm-hmm. eating – Whatever or I don't know what else would be detriment or like that's true And like I can speak personally
2: from experience. I think there are periods in my life where I was just like going 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 and Yeah, like maybe an excessive amount of things that would relax me was needed but like when in this period of my life like from Like I guess like the beginning of the year more so I've had the opportunity to practice self-care mm-hmm. daily mm-hmm. and i found that i haven't really needed to spend like more time mm-hmm. doing things
0: that are like quote-unquote leisure activities yeah that's true but if we just eliminate that argument worldly view it's not a bad view yeah. but let's if we just focus in on just like strictly from a biblical standpoint the reality is, all of those things are um, n- n- necessary, I guess, to but they're not But okay. it's mm-hmm. not providing true rest. Mm-hmm. Um, I think about it like how Ariel said: if you spend, if you had a, like a horrible week, and you're like feeling drained and you're tired or whatever, um, your go-to should never be: I'm gonna binge-watch Netflix because. <sighs> At the end of the day, even if it's not, even if it's it's not Netflix, if you're just, even if it's taking a walk, there's obviously nothing wrong with taking a walk or taking a shower. Like you you should, (laughs) you know, be active and be clean, but nothing in a shower is going to resolve that soul issue. If you had a bad day, if something triggered you, if you were stressed, mentally drained Mm. nothing in the water hitting your back or your feet hitting the pavement is going to address that issue mm-hmm. doesn't not that's not to say that you shouldn't be engaging in those things but if that's the end all and be all you're what you're doing this um essentially is numbing yourself or you're trying to you're turning to something temporary to fix um something that's not or you're so, you're yes. yeah you're not address you're trying to use surface solutions for a a deeper problem. So that's why resting well is important. (laughs) (laughs) So um, really, uh, what does resting well mean? Uh, It means engaging constantly in humility, because like I said, it, uh tr- resting requires trusting in God and so as long control. as we are in control, as long as we are sitting on the throne of our hearts, as long as it's my way or the highway, there's no way that we're ever going to submit to God and submit to his well, not necessarily his command now in the new covenant, but his we're not going to accept that gift of resting and mm-hmm. take and honoring the Sabbath so resting well means that we constantly need to be checking ourselves and making sure that we're humble enough to like i said submit to god's invitation to rest but it also um is a reminder that god is in control and not us Uh, so marva dawn um she has a really nice quote about resting and about sabbath she says a great benefit of sabbath keeping is that we learn to let god take care of us not by becoming passive and lazy but in the freedom of giving up our feeble attempts to be god in our own lives Mm -hmm. it's not about us um god like janelle said god wants to partner with us um he didn't leave us here to fend for ourselves so let's not um take advantage of the fact that you know he has come to partner with us Mm -hmm. and he desires to lighten our load Um, so resting well is multi-dimensional like Janelle said all those things those self-care activities they are nice they're beneficial they do relax you but if you're not tending to the spiritual self you're missing the mark so relaxing in and of itself is not resting that's where a lot of us go wrong like think oh I'll just you know I'll take a walk or I'll take a shower Mm -hmm. or I'll, I don't know, whatever relaxing means to you. But if your rest does not involve recovery, if it doesn't um, involve renewal, if it doesn't involve replenishment, then you're missing the mark. And so true rest can only be found in God. Hebrews 4 verse 9 to 10, this is amplified version, says, so then there is still awaiting a Full and complete Sabbath rest reserved for the true people of God. For he who has once entered God's rest uh, also has seized from the weariness and pain of human labors, just as God rested from those labors pecu- peculari- Peculiar.
2: Peculi-
0: Peculiar. Peculiarly. peculiarly his own. So, resting that like that scripture said it's found that full and complete rest is found in god and in god alone when we're allowing um ourselves to be renewed by connecting reconnecting to the source which is him and when we're allowing ourselves to be replenished by the truths of um his word so um like i said there's two aspects there's physical rest and there's spiritual rest so what does spiritual or what does physical rest
1: look like
2: well, I guess it's just what I mentioned mm-hmm. for for me. All those things that I talked about earlier would have been aspects of physical resting, to a sense, or like physical relaxing, mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but yeah, go ahead, Ari. Oh, I was literally going to say sleeping. I think oh, yeah. physical rest is sleeping, a good, but like not just sleeping. Like, I don't know. For me, there's a difference. Like, you can go to sleep, but still have all your problems on your mind. So, like, when I say mm-hmm. sleepy, I mean, like, surrendering surrendering those problems to God and choosing rather than staying up worrying about them or thinking about them to just, like, tell God, like, give it to God and be like, okay, God, now I'm going to go to bed and I'm going to trust that you will give me a restful night's sleep. And I'm going to trust that those problems, like, you're able to solve them. You're able to meet the needs that may exist in my life and, like, even if I wake up tomorrow and they're there, I know I don't have to face those issues alone I have you with me. So that's what I mean when I mean, like, sleeping. Mm-hmm. Because, like, obviously, we can. everyone knows that you need to sleep. But it's not true rest if you're going to sleep thinking about your problems or dreaming about your problems. or Facts. And I'm speaking from experience. Like, that's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no
2: definitely 100%. 100% sleep like god blessed us with that for a reason mm-hmm. and I just think a lot of times we don't use use that gift that he's given us as like as we ought to as, and maximize it yeah but I'm just reading the scripture Gabby has here um for so she has 1st Corinthians 6 19 it says that don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Philipp- holy spirit who lives in you and was given to you by god you do not belong to yourself and this scripture always reminds me of well when i think when you think of the temple and like you think of in the context of the bible the temple that god had in the old testament like he it was elaborate it was decorated it was taken Mm -hmm. care of Mm -hmm. like it was he did not spare anything it was he was super detailed with how he wanted to turn out it was a masterpiece right and so that's what he's comparing us to Mm -hmm. um and so like just that level of um, attention to detail that level of um care and also the if you read again in the old testament they also had like very detailed and a very strict um I guess like an outline for how to maintain and upkeep the temple as well. Mm -hmm. And so that's again, what he's comparing, like that's, that's example for us because now we are the temple. We don't have the physical temple anymore, but we are the temple and that we hold that spirit. So we need to kind of have that same dedication to maintenance and like attention Mm -hmm. to detail. And, um, basically, taking care of ourselves that same just with that mindset you know like because i am the temple and if Mm -hmm. i'm holding the spirit of god and i'm but my body's in shambles
0: yeah then
2: like going back to what ariel said how or i don't remember who said it but um how much can you actually do Mm -hmm. for other people and how much can you do for the kingdom of god right if your temple is working down you know like even if and that's just physically um I think Gabby's going to go to spiritual later, but like that also reminded me, taking care of your physically, taking care of your body is eating well as well. Mm-hmm. For huge. Sure. Of course. Huge, 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 huge. Because if you don't do that, like your body does, you, first of all, if we don't eat and you don't Honestly, drink water, you're gonna die
1: let's go even like deeper scientifically like you're talking about physical rest when you give mm-hmm. your body garbage your body has to work harder and it's not able to rest like you have to work harder to digest that food and transform mm-hmm. like the trash nutrients into something that can be used and really you know, like, your body's working overtime when you could have just give it vegetables or whatever so like you're not you're causing your body more work and not rest essentially and you're increasing metabolic yeah. demand
2: and you're pushing a lot of times like so it's there's different true i guess like true physical rest of your digestive system and like your body and eating well is kind of in conflict with what we may see in self-care on social media where yeah. it's like ooh like self-care i get to go do a cheat day and nothing is wrong with going no. out and yeah. enjoying things yeah. but that becomes if that's your benchmark it's not actually true because the reality is you're putting your body in more distress mm-hmm. like you like You can you come home after that, and then you're like, oh, you just feel so gross, and like you don't feel like doing anything. (laughs) You feel like, you know what I mean? It's not. I'm not saying that again. I'm not saying like, oh, cheat days are of the devil. Like, no. no. (laughs) I'm just saying we can't we can't consider that a rest, you know, a restful thing. Really, according to what God actually is meaning here, is what Mm -hmm. I'm saying. And like, I'm just realizing this too like in the context of resting i know it's good to take care of your body it's good to eat well and to sustain yourself and you feel good when you eat good and you provide and the reality is when most of us don't take care of our bodies as christians Mm -hmm. when we really ought to because it prevents us from having to then go after the fact and be like actually god can you heal me of x y and z Mm -hmm, but that's because you were eating x y and z for how many years and not paying attention to your diet yeah true. so anyways that's the tangent go ahead gabby <laughs> I, I,
1: I, oh sorry i was this is not a long topic of food but when we we're talking about sleep um like i just remembered this verse which i found a little while ago because i used to get really bad nightmares um and like it's kind of this verse i like it because it shows the Oh, I was about to say? An emoji. You know the handshake emoji. It's like the <laughs> physical alliance. rest. alliance, yeah. Physical rest means spiritual rest because, like, yeah, like I said, you can sleep, but if you're not giving your problems to God and resting in His peace, and how restful is that sleep, or how beneficial right. is that rest to you? Mm-hmm. Um. So Psalms four verse um eight. I found it originally in the King James, and I remember like writing it down when I was nine in my like prayer journal and having it in my room and so like I had memorized it, kinda of forgot first, but it's okay. Um this is it in Amplified, in peace and with a tranquil heart. Tranquil heart. I will both lie down and sleep for you alone, O you alone, oh Lord, make me dwell in safety and confident trust. I like this verse because, one, like, it's a declaration. Like, you can, if you are someone that struggles through your sleep or nightmares or anything, mm-hmm. you can t- continually repeat it and make it a declaration. But I also like it because it shows how, in and of itself, like, truly rest is confident trust in Christ, right? Like, mm-hmm. rest requires you to trust God and, um surrender control because any sort of like being um busy or not restful is you to some degree wanting to control and not wanting to let god control like you misunderstand his sovereignty essentially Mm -hmm. so i like that verse sorry too no that's fine that's good um
0: i just wanted to ask you guys what does your like sleep work life balance what is that or how do you maintain a sleep life work balance what does that look like for you this is something that I'm passionate about
1: what's that look like for you guys <laughs> <laughs>
0: um like I said I'm kind of a do as a say not as I do person but this year um I've been trying to be more intentional um and take more accountability of the the way that I use my time because um, I'm someone that. Is passionate about resting but sometimes I struggle with actually resting um, for myself and like Janelle said in the healthcare professional I think just because of the times uh, there there's more um, discussion about self-care and stuff so I had to do an assignment for one of my courses about like how I'm going to make sure that I'm caring well for myself in this time and going forward in my career So it really made me think about this. And um, I think it's important, obviously, day to day, uh, we can't predict what our day will entail um, fully. But I do think that it is important to put parameters on our day. Um, So I don't, I I think it's important to have like a set bedtime
2: Mm.
0: and set working hours. I mean... I'm a student right now, so I'm not working, um, like, I I don't have a job right now, so I do have more flexibility with my time, um, but because of that, I, that comes with more responsibility, yes, I have technically 24 hours in a day, but am I supposed to spend 24 hours doing work, or Mm -hmm. am I supposed to spend 24 hours doing self-care, or am I supposed to (laughs) spend 24 hours rest, or sleeping, you know, Mm -hmm. so for me, in this season of my life, like, I, have made goals of when when my working hours are or like my school work hours are. So for me, I mean it's kind of been a, a bit wonky um, of late. But uh, from I my my goal is to go to bed at ten p.m. and wake up at four, and then be working from. Is that wait six it, hours? Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, it, five four slash five. Um, and then be working from five until um six because I because my two sisters they're working now and they work um well if they're working days it depends on their shift but they get home at seven I want to be present um so I can spend oh, time I can with friend. them and I, I you know it's just mm. uh, I think it's important to be mindful of the way that you're spending your time which mm-hmm. is why I asked you guys that. Mm-hmm. But also, be mindful of how much time you're sleeping. It's so it's not four, it's five. <laughs> yeah. So I can get at least seven hours of sleep.
1: I really like that, Gabby. That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you don't you have, have an to answer. Your, your
0: work life balance. Oh, I don't know if it's not something that you've thought about. Yeah, it's not something I've that. thought about. Yeah, okay.
2: Um, I don't think i've necessarily labeled it work-life balance per se and i definitely i'm not as good as gabby i'm not like very detailed in that yet and i definitely after this it, i think it's something i'm going to have to probably schedule out but i have I'm um, in the past few months um really pushed trying to create i think one of the things in order to create a balance for yourself is to establish some sort of routine. If you don't have Mm -hmm. a routine. And I didn't have much of a routine before and I was just kind of setting myself up for failure in this department. Mm -hmm. But I, in the past few months, have definitely said, you know, I need to establish a routine and that would help me with all areas of my life. I was like, I'm going to make sure I go to my bed. Everyone needs different hours of sleep. For Gabby, that may be seven for me even though i would set for 8 literally like my goal was for the past few months to wake up at 6 or 7 mm-hmm. after going to bed at like uh, whatever 8 hours from then um but even if i went to bed on time at the time i said i was going to wake up i forever would be like fully awake at 9 mm-hmm. so my all oh, i'm always 999 nine, nine is really i guess that's just what my body needs like i was so annoyed until i was like you know what what the heck like i can't well how how am i going to like i've prayed i've asked like clearly this is just what it is you know anyways but so yeah like i started to sleep more regularly and i also was like i need to prioritize um my health so like eating well um eating better and like having my routine would be like i need to like no matter what i'm spending my first time with god and like that was really hard um and so I, like i think for the most part i'm good with it like obviously there are days when it's like oof like the day has gone and but definitely i've built that habit it's like no matter what like I'm that's first mm-hmm. and then also taking care of my body and getting planning time for exercise like every the journal I have is like a habits journal and every week you can check off like like I want to exercise for say like three to four times a week I do that or I'm spending time with God daily in the morning before everything I'm um so those were like the big ones for me and then I'd always make time i but through the entire pandemic i've been gradually prioritizing more and more of my family so i can i didn't intentionally be like okay i'm finishing at a certain time but if it like at any point when there's anything going on that i would Mm -hmm. be there i'd be available (laughs) pretty much (laughs) so yeah
0: yeah and then i'm just saying this um I, I don't know who's listening it might be something that someone needs to hear but I'm just saying this also for my sister Ariel just because this is Ariel that she <laughs> struggles in um, which is fine because yeah, we, we all have have we struggles. all have struggles and I do struggle with yeah. resting um, I'm just responding I'm responding more to it because I'm seeing how it's affected my body over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it I, I really strongly believe that sleep is important and okay. if you don't believe it, you can just think about this analogy like um, if whatever device you have, if you have a laptop, if you have a phone, a desktop, mm. oh, any cool. sort of electric de- uh, electronic device um, you notice that when your device goes gets to about 20 percent battery or something, mm. it automatically goes into power saving mode mm. and there's nothing that you can do to um you can't override that you can't put it on optimal performance or like best performance and um when you if you're curious you can go into your settings and see uh how like i've always thought like how is my phone or my laptop able to still perform um when there's critical when it's that critical Mm -hmm. battery but when you go into the settings you see that so many things so many um, <clears throat> system functions are compromised so that mm-hmm. it can still perform obviously it's not mm-hmm. never to the the optimal performance or to its best performance mm-hmm. um but they because in the in the absence of a full uh fully charged battery uh it, they sacrifices have to be made so that you can still accomplish huh. sec, set yeah. tasks yeah. so if you think about your human body mm-hmm. um we're no different if we are not meeting our set goal mm-hmm. uh, or requirement whatever it is janelle says she needs probably around nine hours of sleep some people it might be i remember we know we know someone that needs like 16 hours of sleep which is bizarre <laughs> but you know to each his own um whatever it is if you're not meeting that set quota for your body um that amount of sleep the reality is. you're going to see the consequences of that Mm -hmm. in some area of your performance so you're not going to be able to be performing at the best of your capacity Mm -hmm. even if you think oh i'm just i'm tired but it's fine i'm just going to power through it i'm going to finish this assignment or i'm going to just whatever do this thing the reality is like i always say this to ari it's better if you're tired just take a nap 20 minute 45 minute nap at least you somehow get some rest into your system and then you're able to better perform at the task than if you mm-hmm. did w- trying to do that when you're tired and you're falling asleep and your attention's not fully there
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know it, it we i say this it's easier to say than it is to do because mm-hmm. in the moment you're just thinking oh, i just need to mm-hmm. it's fine i can yeah. i can sleep when i'm dead i know so many people oh that God, say that God, i used to um, <laughs> <laughs> i used to say that all the
1: time
0: but yeah just food for thought anyways we're gonna just move on to spiritual rest what does spiritual rest look like and i love this quote i say it all the time or i think about it all the time our souls are restless until they rest in christ um so true sustaining rest outside of christ simply does not exist and if you don't believe me there's a lot of scripture we've mentioned some scripture before but i'll mention some more jeremiah 35 verse i mean sorry 31 verse 25 says for i god will fully satisfy the weary soul and i will replenish every languishing and sorrowful person um so resting well requires renewal and replenishing and that can only be accomplished by reconnecting to the source which is god and the perfect formula for this is found in matthew 11 verses 28 to 29 so it says come to me all who are weary and heavy laden and i this is sorry amplified classic i think and i christ will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn from me for i am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls So kind of wordy. But the um, formula is that Jesus promises that we will find rest when we first take his yoke upon um, ourselves and then when we learn from him. So uh, I feel like we kind of misquote the scripture. We're like, yeah, come (laughs) to God when you're weary and you're heavy laden and he will give you rest. We just stop at 28. But it's like, unless you are taking his yoke upon you and Hmm. unless you're learning from him then you're not gonna receive Mm. that rest for your soul so what does it mean to take your yoke upon take his yoke upon you Hmm. um basically uh that is that this analogy is uh referring to uh like a yoke is like a i don't even an instrument that uh farmers would put on uh, two animals like a ca- two cattle like two cows, or two donkeys. ox or two donkeys. Mm-hmm. Um, and the intent is for those two animals to be walking in sync and collectively together sharing a load, um, carrying a carrying a weight or a burden, mm-hmm. carrying um utilities or whatever. So the intention is instead of ha- you you might you you don't have it. one. Um, animal doesn't have enough strength to carry the weight of whatever you're hoping to carry. So you need two animals to do that. Mm. But if those two animals are not moving at the same pace or they're not ca- equally sharing that um, weight, then it's not going to be effective. So a yoke was put on the neck of both of those animals yeah. to make sure that they were in sync mm. and equally there was an equal distribution of that weight. Um, but not only that, that they were walking step by step in tandem, in sync with each other. And that's <laughs> what God is offering to us. When you, when we are weary, when we are tired, he's not saying, um, uh, follow behind me. I know the way. You're a, a far distance. I've made a yeah. path in the road for you. Just follow my steps. No, God <sighs> is calling us to walk side by side, in sync with him, be united with mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And then will experience the rest that he has for us um but mm-hmm. what does it mean to be in sync and unified with christ and i love janelle loves this chapter yeah. john 15 <laughs> um and i love this verse this i think i'm so sorry i didn't put the the version but i think think this is the passion version but john 15 verse 5 says i am the sprouting vine and you are my branches as you live in union with me as your source Mm -hmm. fruitfulness will stream from within you but when you Mm -hmm. live separated from me Mm -hmm. you are powerless Mm -hmm. and that's so true Mm -hmm. being in sync um, with god if if it's hard to kind of conceptualize i i think it might be easier to Think about what it looks like to not be in sync with god in this context so that can look like stress burnout being mm-hmm. overwhelmed lacking motivation those sure. are key indicators that we're not abiding in christ that we're not in sync with him mm-hmm. we're operating from our self-sufficiency instead of being dependent on him which mm-hmm. is what anxiety. he's calling us to yeah anxiety even mm-hmm. or even depression like yeah anything that's kind of contrary to what god like contrary to god's joy god's peace Mm -hmm. you're clearly not uh, abiding in him um so when we don't live in union with christ as our one and only source as our strength as our peace as our wisdom as our guidance we ultimately lack the power the resolve the strength to carry out our daily tasks um, and to produce fruit but that's only one part of the equation, taking our, his yoke upon ourselves. Jesus also um, calls us to learn from him. So Hey, read that quote from Rick Warren. Oh, sorry. It's good. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I, I skipped hey, over Angie. it. You can read it, oh, yeah. Okay.
2: yeah. I just saw that Gabby had here um, a, a quote from Rick Warren saying, surprisingly if you know how to worry you already know how to meditate on the word of god worry is when you take a negative thought and think on it over and over and over when you take a passage of scripture and think on it over and over and over that's called meditation so that was on knowing and meditating on the word of god and i really like that like definitely i think we can use that to kind of catch ourselves if we are having negative mm-hmm. thoughts or if we find ourselves worrying or being anxious mm-hmm. to then switch to then do the same thing i like
0: put the same energy but use it towards meditating on a scripture yeah which just falls in line with abiding in christ um but the second component is sorry just is learning from god so God wants us to model our behavior after his perfect example. Um, I don't remember the reference, but I love the scriptures. It says, basically, let the same mind that was in Christ be in you, Um, Mm -hmm. which can sound abstract. So um, if we think about it and we look at the scripture, how did Jesus model rest? So he showed us that it is possible to rest even in the midst of multiple demands. Luke 5 or 16, Uh, verse 15 to 16 amplified version says but the news about him was spreading farther and larger crowds kept gathering to hear him and to be healed of their illnesses but jesus himself would often slip away to the wilderness and pray in seclusion Mm. um which is i'll read the second verse sorry um mark 6 verse 30 to 32 nlt the apostles returned to jesus from their ministry tour and told him all they had done and taught then jesus said let's go off by ourselves to a quiet place and rest a while Mm -hmm. he said this because there were so many people coming and going that jesus and his apostle and his apostles didn't even have time to eat so they left by boat for a quiet place when they could be alone where they could be alone and i think this is just so reassuring because I feel like it's so easy. I I guess it depends on your personality, but I would say for the three of us, it's so easy for us to um, kind of lay down our own needs for the needs of others. Like we can maybe justify not tending to ourselves um, or engaging in true rest when it's at the expense of someone else. Like, oh, this person, I'll take, I'll eat later or Mm -hmm. I'll go to sleep later or I'll do X, Y, and Z later because, this person needs my help or this person is asking me for something or i, I it's fine i'm doing this for this person i'm, I'm doing this for the kingdom like i <laughs> said like we can we can make a lot of excuses mm-hmm. um to, to you know put ourselves mm-hmm. on the back burner for the sake of other people for good causes like the god um the scripture says people needed um healing like for their illnesses mm. and even despite all of that Jesus always made a habit to step away and go to the wilderness and pray in seclusion so if um Jesus is prioritizing rest even in um the midst of so many demands and valid demands like people mm-hmm. needed healing um people need,
1: to be met. need
0: people had needs that needed to be met then um who are we you know to put those things on the back burner and if god was able to do it and he was fully man and fully flesh then we are more than able to you know um model that behavior and then now the second example i want to look at is jesus's um Jesus resting even in the midst of the storm. And we a lot of us know this story already, but it's Mark 4, verse 37 to 38. This is the Passion translation. Um, and it says, Suddenly as they were crossing the lake, a ferocious storm arose with violent winds and waves that were crashing into the boat until it was nearly swamped. But Jesus was calmly sleeping in the stern, resting mm-hmm. on the cushion so that just speaks to what ariel saying that scripture song four i don't remember four verse eight even in the midst of chaos and confusion ariel saying she reads that scripture in the context of having or being prone to having nightmares even in the midst of even like a bunch of worries on your mind or whatever, it's possible to have true rest. Jesus yeah. was sleeping peacefully, calmly in the middle of a storm. Water is coming into the boat. Um, everyone else on the boat was worried and conscious and scared for the life. All the while, Jesus having a snooze. Like so, it's possible, and that's what God. That's that. This is the kind of rest that God wants us to experience. Um, but we shortchange ourselves and we end up missing you know experiencing this supernatural um inexplainable rest and peace that god designs for us when we don't follow the instructions that matthew 11 verse 28 to 30 say that you know first you need to be a Uh, taking his yoke upon you so being in sync and unified with him in mind Mm -hmm. um, so that's meditating on the word and making sure that the same mind of christ um, is also within you but also um, learning from his example and learning to model the same behavior that he did when he was on earth fully human and fully man. so yeah do you guys have anything else to add do you
1: have anything else to add I would just add on. Gabby did an amazing job, and honestly, the reason why it's more silent is because I'm like, hmm, ah, mm. Noted, <laughs> noted, noted, like you know, And she mentioned something that I'm trying to work on. So, but I would add like not tr- like in everything and all our podcasts. I think comparisons come up come up at least once. Um, But I would say in the context of resting, don't compare yourself to others because I know for me, like, I would compare myself to our mom, who now, as I'm getting older, realizes that she has horrible sleep habits, but, like, when we're younger, like, especially in high school and stuff, and even in university, it's like, okay, if my mom can do it, like, she works really hard, and she's always working, Mm -hmm. you know, and doesn't really rest much, I'm like, and she seemed like, and it's not even, like, our mom is, like, not, well, from how I saw it when I was younger, it's like she's not sleeping, but still so vital and full of energy, and like mm-hmm. able to do all her tasks. I was like if she can do it, I can do it too. So mm-hmm. even if I feel tired, like I know it's um, it's in my blood that like we can do this or whatever. Yeah. So like if that's what I'm trying to say is, don't compare yourself to others. Like, and I know like even Gabby was saying about the analogy of the phone and the battery immediately she's saying is like but it's worked so long for me like i i'm good at working <gasps> on low power saving mode but like but that's not that's, what God intends. exactly that's not what god intends so just don't compare yourself to even you, yourself essentially is what i'm saying and don't compare yourself to others and how they rest because you may see someone who's like oh they are able to do it all but you don't know how that's true. how um detrimental how to uh, how much turmoil they may be in, like Mm -hmm. even if they're physically rested they may be spiritually not rested or emotionally at unrest or unrested (laughs) Unrested. yes what i'm saying is you can't compare um And don't limit yourself too.
0: Even when you're saying, "But it's worked so long for me," okay, but it can work better better, with God. God. And like Gabby
2: said, something always has to give. So don't like you can only see the outside picture, Mm -hmm. but you don't know what they're losing. Mm
1: -hmm. You don't know
2: what they've lost. It's true. For them to kind of maintain what you see. Yeah. So and and and, like the other thing that um, just came to me, or like while Gabby was talking is just like don't fall into the trap of busyness um it's so easy for us to be like oh we're so busy so in the context of the spiritual portion of rest which is true at rest which is what gabby said it's it can be easy to fall into the trap of i have so much to do this is all all of this is on my plate and on, on my my to-do list mm-hmm. i don't have time to stop and but i live literally live this example when I was like, you know, no matter what, I'm going to put God first and I'm not going to rush my devotion time. Mm. I'm not going, mm. even if, because it, it's easy to be like, you can, on your mind, you're like, oh, I have all of this to do. And it's like, it's, it's, you're worrying, mm-hmm. you know, you're worrying. Mm-hmm. And you're not trusting God, as Gabby said. When you're like, no, I'm putting you first, I don't care. I don't care if I lose time. I don't care if I, yeah. you know, if I'm short, if it appears that I'm shortchanging myself or getting things done. <sighs> and every single time god has come through every single time he has given the increase every single time like i have literally testimony after testimony that he has come through but you have to prioritize spending time with him and getting that spiritual rest and if you don't you're going to notice the deficits at some point or another so i would encourage you don't let don't let busyness be an excuse. Don't let it be something that like prevents you from prioritizing spending time with God. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. But
0: Gabby did an amazing job.
1: Thanks, Gabby, for letting the Lord use you.
0: Thanks, Janelle and Ariel for letting the Lord use you guys. I love this
1: <laughs> symbiosis. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah well on that note we will catch you guys on the next episode happy sabbath happy sabbath and we hope that you take
1: time to rest today yes mm-hmm. and
2: take time to practice and get into the habit of resting this wow. week resting
1: well <laughs> this blooming girl y'all until next time <sighs>